0: Yeah, there's a lot going on. Wow. I saw the Lord. It just messes me up. It messes me up. Who had an encounter just then? Come on. Wow. You know, uh, you, you, when you see the Lord, you, it, it, there, there's being satisfied and then they're seeing the Lord. And you're just like, and that's, you know, the Lord's not enough. He's too much. He's too much. So we're gonna we're going to go into the too much realm today. We're going to talk about working with the angelic. For 2024, um, and anyway, so let's receive our offering if we can. That'd be good. <laughs> the details are up there for all the people not watching live stream. Uh, it'll it'll be recorded or whatever. But this this will be, um, yeah. I recommend that if you, uh, uh, today you share the message today. Uh, we're talking about heavenly governance um, today. We resume Munta. Um, and huh, uh, yeah, it's a big, big year So do I have any announcements? It's the, the, the toilets, Go use, the, use the, uh, the staff, toilets and Moonta And there's no Tuesday nights till um, uh, February But we have Thursday, Friday night, Tabernacle of David, is that correct? So that's, yeah, praise God, praise God just sort of getting my head together, I'm a bit discombobulated. Wow, thank you, Holy Spirit. <laughs> um, you know, uh, uh, we've been talking about, uh, in a minute, I'll, I'll, I'll just tell you some things that happened this week. In a minute I'll pray and then we'll get into it, but um, we've just got back from New Zealand, so uh, right after we were at the beach and uh, the weather was interesting, wasn't it? It was, it was awful. Awful weather, if you own a Toupee, and so terrible, terrible, and uh, (laughs) so, but um, uh, yeah, and then we just we we woke up three o'clock the next morning and zipped out to New Zealand, and uh, flew in last night. The reason this is very important about New Zealand is is that we're going to be engaging that place as a church in the in the near and, and distant future. The Lord's moving there. We're talking about heavenly government and people are getting the same thing in the spirit over there. And I believe that, uh, uh, that we're going to see in this incredible uh, Anzac spirit revived in Jesus' name. And uh, But remember, it's, it's hearing the word of the Lord and doing it before the bandwagon starts. We want to be ahead of the curve. And so he's doing some amazing things. But I've got to share... Uh, something, some funny stuff at my expense. Um, so <laughs> I can't help it. People were think, "Why would you put that picture up?" But I can't help it. So basically, <laughs> we stayed at a YWAM base, and uh, um, we, we it was the, the the inside was quite hot. So we decided to pull the mattresses out and sleep out in this balcony. And for a while there, we're just waiting on God under the stars. It was awesome. And uh, let me just say there was, there was a, if you were gonna have a, a theme of what it was like sleeping in a YWAM base outdoors, we could call it a bug's life. Anyway, <laughs> so next, the next morning I woke up, it felt my right eye, was looking through a Ned Kelly helmet. And, and, I, and, I, 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 <laughs> and I said to and Nicola was sleeping on a mattress uh, outside uh, and I said, hey Nick, I think I got bitten on the eye is it swollen? And she looks at me goes, and goes, and then in, in an act of compassion, straight away she took a photo. And then I went down, I put my glasses on, I went down to where Lawrence was having coffee. <laughs> and I'm being so restrained. I am, I am, being good. He goes, how'd you have a good sleep? And I took my glass off and goes, Oh bro, bro, it's bad, it's bad And he's looking at goes he goes, You look like one of the Goonies. Who's seen the Goonies? Can you put the picture up? <laughs> I was in this perpetual semi wink and I could barely see. It's like that. So here I am ministering to pastors with sunglasses on. Can you imagine imagine without sunglasses going, how would you like what I have? No, thanks. Uh, (coughs) So I've never prayed so hard that the wind wouldn't change. So uh, yeah, no, and that was just, (laughs) and uh, yeah, thank goodness. After a while, it's like, oh, Lord, you know. And uh, after a while, it didn't go away for a while and I really started praying for my marriage. Anyway, so. Yeah, there you go. (laughs) All right, so uh, I'm just gonna pray and we'll just. Thank you, Lord, you're here. Thank you, Lord, you are very funny. And I thank you, Lord, for humour. Lord, I also thank you for uh, heavenly dimensions invading the earth I thank you right now that this is a year of heavenly government 24 elders 24 hours in a day governing over time Lord right now in the name of Jesus we just bind every distraction we chain it up we shut down in your religious slumbery spirit and we just right now we just release right now uh, 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 your angels perform your word we thank you for that today bless your word we just thank you for a spirit of quickening and revelation Jesus name okay so what I'm gonna do is am gonna start with this, uh, Matthew 28. I'm gonna read it and then I'm gonna quickly paraphrase it. So, then the 11 disciples went into Galilee, this always cracks me up, to the mountain which Jesus had appointed to, for them. So Jesus resurrected. When they saw him, they worshiped, but some doubted. I mean, you've seen the resurrected Christ. You would have, all the disciples would have seen him get crucified and then he's, he's come back and some doubted, that blows my mind. We need to see God invade the realm of the heart, but it says in Jeremiah, the heart of, the heart of man is deceitfully wicked above all things who can know it. So, so I'm down to it. So then Jesus says, okay, we're on the mountain now. Let's do this. And Jesus came and spoke to them saying, all authority, this is a big deal, has been given to me in heaven and on earth. Go therefore and make disciples of all the nations. Go, so now that I have authority, Jesus says, I have authority, so you go. It says that He will rule the nations with a rod of iron and it says to Him who overcomes, He will rule the nations with a rod of iron. Jesus sat on, the, on a throne next to His Father. He sat down at the right hand and it says to Him who overcomes, they will, they will sit on Christ's throne. We start to see the communication, the heavenly communication of the realm of the Spirit. He says, All authority has been given to me, therefore you go, baptising in the name of the Father, and of the Son, I want to. Sometimes, we, in the Holy Spirit, we go, "Okay, we're going to baptize someone in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit." Sometimes, I've seen this happen. People get baptized in the in the name of the Father because you've got an orphan planet that needs deliverance from that that that, that spirit of separation to be to engage in that spirit of oneness. It's in Christ, it's in the Holy Spirit, it's in the Father. But sometimes it's, it's the Father. I've had encounters where it was exclusively the Father. Yes, I'm in Christ. But sometimes, you know, and, and, and sometimes people get baptized. Like this morning, it was specifically, this morning it was Jesus. It was Jesus. I was like, when you're singing about the, the, the wounds he bore, and I'm sort of like, and then when we're singing that song, uh, uh, um, worthy is the Lamb. And I started seeing the Lamb of God, and seeing that God became a man. And His kindness, His love—oh, my, my goodness! And it's not just that happened; as He suffered on our behalf, and it was—it's like we're getting baptized. Everything's in the Holy Ghost because uh, where the Spirit of the Lord is liber- uh, now, the Lord is the Spirit. Where the Spirit of the Lord there is liberty. So it's all through the Holy Ghost, the agency of the Holy Ghost. However, that was a baptism of Jesus today, so that was something. So, 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 you, you, you—and I'm, I'm all for. Baptising people in water and saying, Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Brilliant. But it means more than that because in Hebrews 6, it talks about the doctrine of baptisms. Yep. Teaching them to observe, go into all the nations and make disciples of them, train them, mentor them, lead them. Teaching them to observe all the things I commanded you and lo, I'm with you always, even to the end of the age. I'm going to pra- paraphrase this. Jesus said, I'm going to the Father. Now... I am leaving you in charge of the planet. We turn it into churchianity. Jesus said, you're gonna go in all the nations and I'm gonna leave you in charge of the planet. When well, you start seeing it like that, because for some reason, the worst thing that could happen is a deaf mute religious spirit and we've got to just do church. And you, you, you go, why is there so much hectic rubbish going on in the world? I mean, just, I mean, this stuff hasn't even surfaced, but just the stuff most people aren't aware of, human trafficking is exploding. The destruction of innocence around the world. And that's happening by and large by an absence of light governing darkness. You guess, otherwise it's magical thinking. So you've got people waiting to be rescued by the Lord, but our focus needs to be governing and so, so when you see it like that, he said, you know, all oh, authority in heaven and earth, therefore you go. Okay, let's just cut to the chase. Jesus has given us his spirit. He's on the earth by his spirit in his church. Now he's put us in charge in his name. Can someone say amen? When you start to see that, you go, get busy. Otherwise, it cause be this whole, you know, I'm a Christian, I go to church. That doesn't fly. That's actually... You start to realize he said he's put us in, he's put you in charge of your world in his name, in his spirit. You don't just run ahead of him and you know, sin a presumption and all that because we're meant to be living from the realm of the spirit, fellowshipping with the holy spirit, seated in heavenly places. But from that place, we govern. So go into all the world and, and, and make sure you're the Lord said explicitly, You're in charge of the planet now. You're going, Wow. For me, that that's like a, you know, that's a Red Bull. That's a, 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 a you know, it's just whoosh, like this, as opposed to, it doesn't crush me at all because the government's on his shoulders. So, uh, 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 and if we don't do it, darkness will govern. See, it's not even, clo- light and darkness isn't even an arm wrestle. Light just has to shine. <laughs> so we're getting into that this morning. Let's just do Psalms. This is, again, you're gonna run the planet. What is man that you are mindful of him, and the son of man that you visit him? You have made him to have dominion over the works of your hands. You have put, how? What have you put under his feet? All things under his feet. This is David. This is this is this is the Psalms. So when you start to see that you've been put in charge of your world, you no longer become a professional beggar, and then you throw the name of Jesus on the end. There, and, oh, I hope it. No, 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 no. He's given us authority. To, to, he's given us charge. So. This year, again, uh, I'm gonna be wise with my travel, but there'll be weeks where I you know, fly out very early Monday, come back late night Saturday, because God is moving around the earth. He's moving around the earth and he's speaking to his, his church. And he says, I want you to govern. This is a year of government. We shared last week that over half the world's population, over 4 billion people are going to the polls this year. Over 4 billion people, probably the biggest election cycle or a governmental cycle in history this year. And rather than just sit down and, and, and keep score, he wants us to govern. He wants us to break cycles of darkness in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. So that's exactly what we're going into. So I want to start with Matthew chapter 16, verse 15. Because we talked about you can't govern unless you govern yourself first. Self-governance leads to governance. And He said to them, because they're saying, they're saying, some think you're Jeremiah or Elijah or, you know, and He says, but, but, uh, but He said to them, but who do you say that I am? Simon Peter answered Him and said, you are the Christ, the Son of the living God. Jesus answered and said, and blessed are you, Simon, son of Jonah, for flesh and blood hasn't revealed this to you. We're gonna leave that there. But my Father who's in heaven. So here Jesus is juxtaposing Natural knowledge—he's very clear. Flesh and blood has not revealed this to you. Someone didn't come up and say, "Hey, Peter, I believe Jesus is the Christ." So, so explicitly through. There's always, just in case you're wondering, regardless of the new covenant, the day of Pentecost, God is spirit. And he, he manifests through the realm of the spirit when he turned up to, to Samson's parents, etc. And you go, what was he physical? Well, Jesus said, handle me and touch me. And he, and he, and he said, I'm not a spirit. Like, like I'm in resurrection life now, okay? But what you have here is God the Father revealed this to Peter. And Peter goes, you're, you're the one. You're the Messiah. You're the coming one. You're the prophet. You're the Christ. You're the anointed one. And he said, blessed are you, Peter, because you see it. So he's juxtaposing the natural and the spiritual, and that's what we're going to be doing this morning, because I want to be quite thorough with this. Now, I want you to imagine if now I was thinking about this this morning. Now this is a this is really old school, right? But I remember, you know, uh, uh, when you're 16, uh, you can drive a car, when you're 18, you can vote. But when you were 21, they used to say you get the keys of the house. Who remembers that? 21, you get the keys to the house. So, you can you imagine you got given the keys to the house and uh, then you ring your parents and go, Hey, I'm locked out of the house. I know you're away on holiday, but I've been locked out of the house. This is a 21 year old. And they go, But we've given you the keys. Yeah, yeah, but I'm locked out of the house. And they said, But you've, you've, you've actually, we saw them put, we saw you put the keys on the key ring that you use for your car. So, you've got them on. Yeah, but I, I, I really need to get in the house but we actually don't listen and we, ask, we keep asking God for something we already possess. So then this is, this is, this is, what, this is what really has been has jumping out at me like crazy. We'll go to Matthew 16, 18. And also I say to you that you're Peter and on this rock I will build my church. So this is, this is really important. This, this is connected to heavenly governance. He said, you're Peter and on this rock I understand the Petra Petros play on words. I do understand that. Also, historically, Caesarea Philippi. It was at the base of Mount Hermon. It was the most d- demonic portal you could imagine. And that's in the natural. But there's more to it. I don't want to get too bogged down in the natural because the natural is a picture of the realm of the spirit or heavenly dimensions. And he said, on this rock, I'll build my Ecclesia. This, what's, what's really interesting is this. Is the ecclesia? People go. Well, we're going to church today. What church do you go to? I understand. I don't want to get too clever and into overly uh, uh, stressing semantics. But God's people are the ecclesia. It's not a building. It's not in Maylands. It's not wherever else. And this is interesting because your identity is multifaceted. You're made in the image of God. You're a son and a daughter of the King. You can be a technon, immature, or a chuios, mature, overseeing the estate. Not only that, it says in Jude, it talks about false teachers who are clouds without water, late autumn trees, twice dead pulled up from the roots, uh, seas foaming in their own shame and wandering stars. So the Bible says that those who watch us shine like stars forevermore, who are these that fly like clouds, trees of righteousness and the still waters in Psalm 23 that that reflects the glory of heaven. There's a multifaceted reality of who we are. But what you have is you've got the ecclesia, the ecclesia are called out ones to legislate, to legislate. But not just that, is that we're also the body of Christ. Can someone say amen? Where is body? Okay, we, we, you are physical, physically here and Jesus is in you through His Spirit. Not just that, you're the bride, but we find an interesting caveat in Scripture where it says, those are joined to the Lord of one's Spirit with Him. That's marriage, that's not bride. That's not betrothed, that's married. And in Revelation, when they point to the New Jerusalem, they say, come, I'll show you the bride, the Lamb's wife. And I believe that's to him who has ears to hear, let them hear because when you're connected to the Lord, you're one spirit with Him, it's not a fornication type thing. You're actually married, you're in covenant, you get to use His name. Not just the power of attorney, but you take on His name. So you've got, you've got where the ekklesia, where the body, so we function, we're connected. We, 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 there's a level of cohesion uh, corporately with, with, with uh, multifaceted functions. But then you have the bride, which is a promise and set apart and then you have the wife, which is intimacy. What's really interesting is that a lot of people engage ecclesia, and they feel that they'll get the nourishment and the nurture in the realm of the ecclesia, And they don't. So you can't be intimate with someone on behalf of someone else. You've got people who will not be intimate with the Lord and they come to the ecclesia for intimacy. We've got it all wrong. People go, well, I didn't get much out of that because you're not getting much out of the home. We've got it all wrong. We, we've somehow, the tail wags the dog, you've got, you've got, you know, well, 24 hours in a day if, you don't, if you're an in insomniac, but you, you've got constant time to, to build that intimacy and then we get together collectively and then we legislate. And then we, 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 we do, we, we, we're in charge of the planet. It says there's a time and a place. Some people come, I'll come for the, now, don't get me wrong, I was having a connection with the Lord in the worship. But, and, and, and so, so whatever I get on a Sunday through the worship or whatever is a bonus. It's a bonus, but it's not the substance. If you, if you do not build intimacy with the Lord, don't think the ecclesia is going to do it instead of intimacy. Body, bride, wife. Take your pick. Take your pick. Isn't that interesting? But Jesus is building His ecclesia because there's a job to do. There's a job to do. It's not a static reality. Oh, I've got a church and this is a good church and I don't like that church. That church has great worship. Missed it. So this is a year of heavenly Government. And government is about territory. If we don't take territory, territory has been taken on us. Nothing is static. Everything is moving, moving. So I say to you, you're Peter, and on this rock, I'll build my church and the gates of hell will not overcome or prevail against it. Here we go. And I will give you the keys of the kingdom. And this is huge. Jesus, I want so, 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 so in John 17, Jesus says, I don't just pray for these, but I pray for these who will believe through their message. So you've got to put yourself here that Jesus has given you the keys of the kingdom. Huge. And that's, that's, that's a gravity. So, so is this is interesting. Hypothetically, let's just say the odd person, their life hasn't turned out exactly as they wished. Just, just, just one or two. Hope deferred makes the heart sick desire fulfilled as a true life. You know, I thought I would be further along by now. Still grappling with some, some base issues. Da, 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 da. And you go, oh, wouldn't it be interesting if it was because something that Jesus had already given us we never use? <laughs> and I will give you the keys of the kingdom. And whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. And whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. Keys are massive. Now, this is a very, very deep truth that we can go in many different directions, but I'm gonna choose a line and we're gonna hold that. Yes, I'm not, not gonna get into uh, an exhaustive, apologetic level type deal. Yes, you have rabbinical uh, imagery, it's legal. Uh, 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 binding is forbidding, loosing is permitting. I'm all for that. But I want us to walk through stuff because today, today I'm telling you right now, if you have ears to hear today, you are going to wake up and realise at the end of the service that God's already given you the keys for everything you need in your life. Who's excited? Now I've spoken on this before, but there's there's an emphasis on this because it's a year of heavenly government. And I'll tell you what, there's too many people striving and toiling and ploughing after decades and the Lord goes, hey, you know, I do want you to be in the gravy." You know, land of promises, promised land. Uh, um, no matter how many promises God has made, they are yes in Christ Jesus and through Him we say amen to the glory of God. So that's what's so exciting is, is, is the keys. And so keys obviously mean authority. What I, and I find it interesting that when I was looking at the word keys in the New Testament, uh, it's, it's uh, kleis, uh, K-L-E-I-S. And every reference of keys is supernatural. Every When, when, when we're talking about keys, we're talking the realm of the Spirit, but it's mentioned only six times. Going, okay, what? In the, and, and most of it is in Revelation. Because Revelation is dealing with open doors in the realm of the Spirit, so it's continually talking about keys. It's only mentioned a couple of other places in, in, in the New Testament. And so uh, the, uh, Luke 11, 52 Jesus said, "Woe to you, lawyers! You take away the keys of knowledge. You don't enter, and you hinder other people from entering." And Jesus appeared to John in Revelation one eighteen. He says, "I, I, I'm, I'm who the one who lives forevermore. I have the keys of hell and death." Jesus has the keys of hell and death. And I, I won't. I'm not, again, I'm going to sort of like I'm going to hold a line, and then I'm going to drill down on some specific things. This is really, really, this is really cool. I, I've been doing this for a, a little bit, and it's. Like, I've done it before, but it's like I, I knew. Some conversations with some people, the Lord said, "This year, I want you, I want you to do this all the time." because it was uh, uh, in 2020, Rachel and I had a, we were having a coffee somewhere, and she was, "Oh my goodness, the Lord just spoke to me." And she said, "To the brave will go the spoils." Now, when the mantra was, "Be safe, stay safe. Remember with, with, with the jab? There wasn't a lie, there was two lies that were called safe and effective. Because you had to have keep having boosters. Alright? So everything's so I remember on Telstra the message: stay safe. And everyone's like, everyone's flipping, pulling their skirt over there. Ah, the flu. Yes, preconditions, the elderly, etc. But we destroyed the world. And in the midst of that, the Lord said to Rachel, to the brave will go the spoils. Friends, that's on the table again. This is a year to be brave. And there's got a lot up for grabs in the Spirit, in Jesus' Name, if we use the keys of the Kingdom. Amen? There is so much on the table because they're gonna start peddling this fear thing again. Oh, there's gonna be a pandemic of heart attacks. (laughs) Yeah. I'll tell you what, in regards to being a parent, and being, you know, I would say a respectable member of society. There's something about the next generation. About protecting them and bringing them through. Do you know what? This generation of leadership haven't protected the next generation. The fear that's being peddling, uh, peddled is disgusting. Uh, I'm being so good. <laughs> People who saying, I'm just like, oh, Goodness. Just, I'm just grateful I have two functional eyes. You know? <laughs> okay, so what I want to do is we're going to use the Word of God as a reference. And I'm just going to just breeze through this to bind whatever, is, whatever you bind on earth is bound in heaven, right? And this it can get very abstract and technical, but I'm going to hold a line on this. So to bind, Mark 3.27 says, you've got to first bind the strong man. It means to tie up. It means to tie up. You've got to bind the strong man to get his goods. Mark 6.17, the Gadarene demoniac was bound in chains. John 11.44, Lazarus was bound in grave clothes. Uh, I mean, this really, I got really touched in the Holy Ghost in this uh, yesterday when I I was getting into these Scriptures. Annas... The high priest, because there's two high priests at this time, it's weird. Anna sent Jesus bound to Caiaphas. Isn't that mind-blowing? When Jesus was being tried, you've got the high priest of Levi binding the Son of God. And that's all, I was so moved by that, 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 that worship this morning. But Jesus was bound. The word is Deo, Deo. Don't break in a song, please. 1 Corinthians 7.27 says, If you're bound to a wife, don't seek to be loosed. Now, legit, probably 50% of the body of Christ has been divorced and remarried or divorced. Okay. But but God's design says, if you're with someone, if at all possible... (laughs) Is that R2-D2? Anyway. Okay. So. so it says don't seek to be loosed. Right? But it still happens. It still happens. Now, this is, what, this is the exciting one. Luo, which means loosed. It means to break up, to destroy, to put off, even to melt. So when they, Jesus said had the crazy seer word of knowledge to the disciples. He said, go, you're going to find a cult. This is the one that Jesus is going to walk in the triumphal entry. You're going to find a cult that, and you're going to untie him. You're going to loose him. He was tied up, you're going to loose him. Uh, uh, Mark 1, seven. John the Baptist said he was not worthy to loose or untie, uh, untie one of Jesus' shoes. Um, the, the, there was a mute that got healed and his tongue was loosed. So right now we start to see, we start to see negativity. And God's very presence actually you've got something that's negative and loose means to break off that negative thing. We see it again and again and again. Because I know some people go, what do I do when I pray for something? i bind something and change, it and then I tell it to get lost, or what? like this. I want to simplify it to who's ever who's ever gone a bit cross-eyed over binding and loosening? Come on. It's something we have to get right this year. Um Luke thirteen sixteen the woman that was afflicted for eighteen years was loosed from her affliction it means to melt to break to break off okay uh, Jesus said destroy this temple in three days I'll raise it up he said loose this temple it's luo. loose this temple and in three days oh. uh, uh, um, it says that Jesus broke the Sabbath he he loosed the Sabbath. Lazarus was, Lazarus was loosed from his grave clothes in John eleven forty four. 44. Um, it says, Acts 2, 24, that God raised Jesus having loosed, destroyed the pangs of death. Ephesians 2, 14, it says that Jesus has destroyed or loosed the partition between Jew, Jew and Gentile, creating one new man. You start to see, generally speaking, loosed is breaking of darkness because of a heavenly invasion. Isn't that interesting? So these are the keys. These are the keys of the kingdom. Um, it said that, John, 1 John 3, 8, that Jesus destroyed or loosed the power of the devil. Revelation 5, 12, uh, 5, 2, the angel said, who is worthy to loose the seals? The seals needed to be broken, destroyed, so it could be read. And then uh, 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 and then so on and so forth. So it's mostly destroying negative restrictions. So we're so blessed. So this is what's interesting. The Lord's Prayer says this. Our Father who's in heaven, hallowed be your name. Let your kingdom come, let your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. We're meant to see a marriage between heaven and earth. Right? But I thought this was about ascension. It is. But is it about bringing heaven here? It is. It's convergence. But hang on. Is, is it ascension? Yep. Or is it that? Yep. Remember the flood. The heavens opened and the fountains of the deep were broken up. It's convergence. And using the keys of the kingdom, you go, did I go up or did it come down? I don't know. The Holy Spirit fell, but did we go up or did it come down? I don't know. As long as it manifests, all right? And so what's interesting is that heaven's so amazing. I, look, my encounters in heaven, is heaven's, it's, heaven is just so superior, one tiny, if you get a teat pipette like this, and just took a bit of heaven and you dropped it on a on a, on a Pacific Ocean of darkness, the darkness would ah, like we're talking so superior. So we so, so what I want to say today is too many people are probably labouring under a closed heaven, and this is why we need to use the keys of the kingdom. Now, if you go, gosh, things are tough, maybe you 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 got some gates of hell nipping at your heels. Maybe you need to open up heavenly dimensions over your life. Do you think everything's easier under open heaven? Yes. And these are the keys. And keys are useless unless you use them. So, I believe that, that obviously it's a reinforcement of that we've already seen it in heavenly places. So it's a convergence of heaven and earth. So, I, I'm, 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 you know, but you have come to Mount Zion, the heavenly Jerusalem, who he may have seen the holy hill of the Lord. He has clean hands and a pure heart. Yes! But it's not to go there to disassociate to write books about. <laughs> Functioning from heavenly dimensions is about governing the earth. So we need to see it man- look, Look, you know, I, I, I have read the books. I find them inspiring of these desert fathers and these people who live monastic lifestyles and they levitate and they spirit travel. I'm all for that. But ultimately, unless it results in governance, it won't affect other people. So this is what's exciting. I want you to see this morning, Jesus is saying, this is why there's so much chaos because He's, He doesn't want people getting this. Today, in the Spirit, the Lord's saying, I'm giving you what you already have and you have the keys of the kingdom. The keys of the kingdom. and this." But we have to use it. Even if we start off clunky baby steps. Who's excited? Come on. I'm gonna explain some things. So, so we got, all of a sudden we've had an imagery of binding things with chains and you know, binding the strong man, loosing the captives. Who remembers that song? Yeah. Struth alive. Okay, so. <laughs> and so we're breaking all those demonic restrictions but ultimately keys open doors. Isn't that Interesting. I remember, I remember when I just came to Christ, I was, look, look, just being factual, I know some people talk this up. I was demon possessed. I wasn't oppressed, I was possessed. I, my, my eyes would change, my voice would change. I had the most hectic deliverance. It, I don't know how many were in there, but there was a lot. Before that, I used to listen to a band called The Doors. And that was named after Alice Huxley, The Doors of Perception, so this is what's amazing. Wisdom, with all you getting, get understanding, wisdom is a principal thing. You can't just do what you want when you want. You, to connect with invisible dimensions, you need to understand there are barriers. I can't just walk through this wall. I need to use that thing there. It's called a door. And what you have is keys, open doors and locked doors. And it says to him who has the keys of David, who opens that no one can shut. Oh, people are really, really blocking my success. No one can block your success if you understand the keys of the kingdom I haven't been recognised. No one can stop you if you use the keys of the kingdom. Jesus said to him, who opens and no one can shut. So doors are exclusively supernatural in the New Testament. So who wants to see the doors of heaven open in their life? Come on, wave, wave. Exactly, windows on doors. Portal. All right, 39 times, it's mentioned. Uh, 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 Matthew 24, 33, talking about the ju- destruction of Jerusalem. He says, when you see these things, the destruction of Jerusalem, it is at the very door. It's in the realm of the Spirit. Uh, Matthew 25, door to the bridegroom was shut. Matthew 28, 2. Uh, uh, hang on, let's go down a bit. I wanna, uh, Jesus said He was the door to, the, to the, the sheepfold or the pasture. That's incredible. You go, you yeah, oh. go, I've just been in New Zealand. I've seen a few sheep now. And you go, oh, look at that beautiful little hill. It's green, there's sheep on it. And we think that's what heaven's like. Heaven is a limitless multiverse. And Jesus is the door to that limitless multiverse. He's the door. He's the door. All others are thief and robbers and and liars. I'm quite disturbed the fact that there's a trend in the church to go to get around Jesus somehow, not go through Him. I'm a bit disturbed by it. You know, uh, uh, uh. Jesus is the door. Can someone say amen? He's the door. Um, Acts sixteen twenty six. there was an earthquake and all the prison doors were opened. Come on, really? <laughs> That's like hilarious. Every single, like this. It was so hectic, the jailer went to kill himself. Completely Supernatural. Uh, 1 Corinthians 16.9, Paul said, a great and effectual door was opened to me. 2 Corinthians 2.12, a door to preach Christ in Troas was opened. Colossians 4.3, pray for a door of utterance to open for me, says Paul. So he understands that nothing is happening unless the doors are opened. Think about how much stuff we do behind closed doors. That didn't sound right, did it? No, no, how much we toil under closed doors in heaven's. Just gotta say it, because what happens, when did Jesus' ministry start? Yes, I understand you were in the wilderness, but when He came up from the waters of baptism and the heavens were opened. So this is what's gonna change in 2024, friends. If we're gonna govern, we expect to be governing under open heavens. Who's excited? (laughs) Open heavens, but those keys have to be used. They have to be used. Whatever God opens, no man can shut, come on. It's huge. Uh, Revelation 3.8, Jesus said, Behold, I've set before you an open door that no man can shut. Revelation 3.20, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. And if a man opens, I'll come in and dine with him. And then Revelation 4.1, there's keys and doors all through. And I saw a door open in heaven and I heard, uh, come up here. I must show you the things that must shortly take place. Um, and then we obviously, we've got the obvious references. Only three references in the Old Covenant to keys. Three. It's a big book. And the obvious one is Isaiah 22, 22. I will lay on Elijah, on, uh, like I'll lay on his shoulder, shoulder as government, the keys of the house of David, and he will open, and, and no one will shut, and will shut, and no one will open. So, this is cool. Is that when we understand the keys of the kingdom, we get to shut stuff, and it can't be opened. You know, sort of like, oh, my life possibly hasn't worked out the way I want because the Lord's given you something you haven't used it. Now, don't get me wrong. Preaching opens doors. Worship opens doors and so on and so forth. But what's going to happen is that we're building into people a consciousness of governance. And what happens is that then when you understand that it's not by mind, not by power, but by my spirit says the Lord, you will be working with the angelic constantly. Constantly, You just you say because the, the angel of the Lord performs the word of the Lord and God's given you keys. Is why we need to discern what we need to bind and what we need to loose. So binding, I want you to think, so these doors, this is really, really important. Gates of hell, everything functions through power sources. So right now, you have governments pushing everywhere abortion to birth and what happens? The shedding of innocent blood opens up the gates of hell, and that's why they're pushing it. And when I think about that, I have nothing but special feelings for this political generation. In fact, you do that. You wouldn't. These people that we're talking. It's just, this is disgusting. You know what that does? It opens up gates of hell. And so there's demonic, there's demonic power sources. So think of it like this. Think about how you go, I'm really trying to break through, but you haven't used the keys to shut down the demonic stuff in your bloodline or in your workplace or you're at cycles of addiction or cycles of thinking. So what happens is you go, in the name of Jesus, I just thank you, Lord. I know people go, oh, Todd didn't show us how to do it. I do. All right, listen. Even if you say Jesus, you always quote the word, Jesus, I thank you. You have given me the keys to the kingdom. Now, right now, this infirmity that's trying to dog me, in Jesus' name, right now, I use the keys and I bind and shut down every portal of hell, power sourcing a spirit of infirmity, sickness, disease, and death. And then what you do, so you're shutting it down. So, so what happens? The angel of the Lord starts to work with you. He starts to work with you because he's doing the Word of the Lord. And Jesus has said, I'm giving you the keys. You have the keys of the kingdom. And he's building his ecclesia. Because what happens, I'm all for, you know, we've got a shepherd, we've got a pastor, we've got a, we've got a, a mentor, support, uh, bear one another's burdens, but each one should carry their own load. But what happens is if, if, if we're if we engaged in a purely, if we're on you know, an ecclesia level, then we can, sometimes we're possibly looking for love in all the wrong places. You, as good as church can be, like, like the worship this morning, amazing. But you don't connect with people. You connect with people over meals. Or the cafe. Or when you do stuff, or you travel together. or you, 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 That's when you connect. That's koinonia. This is not koinonia. This is ecclesia. And so you go, oh, I didn't really feel the connect. This is not designed for that. And primarily where to connect with the Lord. So, so firstly, you go, what's been dogging you? Spirit of poverty? That's supernatural? I don't know, it seems like somehow I seem to clutch defeat from the jaws of victory just when I'm getting a financial breakthrough. So I use the keys, Lord. I just thank you for the keys of the kingdom. Right now, it says I'm the head and the tail. I thank you. you. You meet all my needs according to your riches and glory in Christ Jesus. I just thank you, Lord God. All things are mine. So you take that, because what happens is, can you imagine functioning all the time under sniper fire, like this, sort of like, you know, I've got the joy in my heart, you know, and so, you're shutting that down, now when you shut it down, you still have to live by faith, but you're shutting down the power source of darkness, you hear what I'm saying? Use the keys, use them, and that's where we start to govern, but the other thing too is loosing, loosing. So heaven's so amazing, as you think of that area that you need in your life, okay, give me a hypothetical. The hypothetical is, you know, it's actual, literal, but so you're in heaven. Is anything hard? Nope. Do you have all things? Yep. Is God crazy generous? Yep. Is the eye has not seen, nor ear heard, nor has it entered into into the heart of man the things that God has prepared for those who love Him? Is that what heaven's like? Yep. Is everything easy? Yes. So what happens is that when you lose heaven, you actually are releasing heaven's atmosphere over your world. So in that atmosphere, it's a lot easier to believe. I'm not saying that you abdicate renewing the mind. I'm not saying you don't abdicate using the Word. But you're shutting down the atmosphere of darkness and you're opening up the atmosphere of heaven. Who likes this? Oh yeah. We've got to do it over our kids. Over our bodies, over our finances, over the church, over the state—you think you got Lucifer? It actually says that in Isaiah. We're going to look. We're looking down and saying, "Is this the one who weakened the nations, and he will experience shame and everlasting contempt?" Is it what this? What this guy? But then people puff him up to be a thing. Remember, a lot of the problems in the world today—you got church full of fear. And you've got heathen who are worshipping and empowering a fallen, defeated, disarmed foe. Okay? But it took one angel, one angel to chain him up. One, one. Think about this. When you lay a hold of this, now, now, oh, there's a, there is some full on cool stuff happening in the spirit right now. Who feels something leaping in their spirit right now? Because God's put you in charge of this planet, but you need the keys. People just think, you know, I'm getting my brains beaten, and it's building character. It is, but maybe you lack wisdom. So I eh, got to 85. I'm, character. How much fruit? Character. You know, and so this is why it says, "Without we getting get understanding, wisdom is the principal thing." Okay. So I'm gonna give an example. Uh, 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 before Christmas. There was a sort of a, a circumstance. Um, some, some of you people be aware of this, but I want I Some of the information is material. You want, I want you to the principle. Just before Christmas, someone who connected to this church doesn't go to the church. Uh, brain cancer. Brain cancer. Um, body riddled with Tumours trying everything, everything alternative, everything, right? And then there was a bit of an an extension from this church. Some people from the church went to this person to minister. Now, they they said the official deal was this person has one week to live because they have brain cancer and their body's full of tumours. That's not a good day, is it? Wife and children, and so uh, uh, they, were, they, they received ministry, from uh, 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 some leadership from our church. And the ministry looked a lot like binding the gates of hell and do not come into agreement with hell's diagnosis. This is, I want you to get so encouraged about the realm of the Spirit because if you believe it in your heart, you'll manifest whatever you believe. So that I believe the keys of the kingdom were used to shut down the lie. And what happens, that, that demonic death, rubbish, feeding the tumours dealt with. Our leadership went their way. Then I was uh, flying in from New Zealand last night. So this Facebook post just comes up. And this is what I heard. Said, I'm gonna. The, 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 the person who received prayer said, This is an unusual post, but I'm just letting you know before Christmas is that when we had all the tests, I don't, I can't remember MRI, CAT scans, whatever lit up like a Christmas tree, tumors all through the body, and a significant brain tumor. And what I want to say to you is that something amazing has happened, the primary in the brain has shrunk. By 40%. And all the other tumours have completely disappeared. (laughs) Jesus is alive. Jesus is alive. Now, this is what's so cool. Is that they shut down the power source of death. Or or, or or feeding the the infirmity. And then minister to life. And we're talking like people... You, did you know the witness that's going on out there? Come on. You only have to see a few of these people that Jesus is alive. Jesus is alive. I want you to be so encouraged about the keys of the kingdom. Because the Lord has left you in charge of this planet. Okay? But you can't do it without the right stuff. So Jesus says, And I give you the keys to the kingdom, whatever you bind on earth, be bound in heaven, loose on earth and loose in heaven. And keys to do with doors. Too many people are labouring under closed heavens. So let's just say you've got an addiction in an area. So <coughs> why don't you do it three times a day? Why don't you, why don't you just pray this three times a day? And say, Lord, I just thank You for the keys. I thank You for whatever demon or whatever power source or, 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 or spirit of fear or anxiety, Right? In the name of Jesus, I use it. Jesus. You get quote, quote the read the verse, meditate on it. Okay, tie it up. I bind this spirit of addiction or fear, I take authority over it, and right now I just lose the spirit of boldness and glory and provision. Now, what happens is this: the power source feeding that cycle has to be shut down because the angel of the Lord's doing it, but it doesn't mean you don't resist temptation. Be disciplined and apply the Word. But you're doing it without a dark power source. Who loves this stuff? Come on. You've got people believing to be healed, but you've got demons overwhelming their feelings, making them feel hopeless. The keys of the kingdom shut that down, but you still have to believe and renew your mind. You know, what if you think something's been stolen from you in the spirit, you go, Lord, right, steal, kill, and destroy right now that thieving spirit. Oh, Lord, I just thank you. I bind it in Jesus' name, we will no longer steal from me or my kids or whoever. And I just thank you right now. I just thank you according to your word, as is, is I'm seated in heavenly places and all things are mine. I just loose that right now. You do that three times a day. You know, only, it's not going to be months, it would be weeks. Who thinks they're going to start to apply this stuff? Come on. This is exciting. Because every time I engage, I, go, it's, I see Jesus going, Jesus, you've given me the keys. I'm going to use them. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Stand to your feet. I'm going to lead you in a prayer. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. All right. Right now, you're, I'm going to lead you in a prayer. Maybe just saying, sorry, Lord, that I haven't used the keys that you've given me. <laughs> And you're going to ask Him to forgive you. And then you say, right now, by faith, I thank you that I have the keys. I don't care if you put your hand out by faith. I don't care if you do some prophetic, it's up to you. But I'll tell you what, right now, I can smell a, I feel like Robert Duvall in Apocalypse Now. I love the smell of victory in the morning. Okay. I do. I do. You know. (laughs) Look, there's something. This year, this is this mamby-pamby, seeker-sensitive, woke feces. I'm over it. It's invaded the church. It's leavened. What's happened to that militant reality of taking territory? Down, boy. All right, so. Okay. I've been good. All right. Holy Ghost, close your eyes. All right. It is possible to pray and smile at the same time. So see if you can multitask. Say this after me. Holy Spirit, I bless you. You're my teacher. You're my comforter. You're my helper. Jesus, I thank You that You have already given me the keys of the Kingdom. The keys of the kingdom, of the kingdom of God. I repent for inactivity. I repent for unbelief. I repent of laziness. And I say, yes, Lord, I will use your authority in key form. I will use your wisdom in key form. I will govern in key form and right now I use those keys and I bind in the name of Jesus every assignment of hell over my life, over my family, over my finances in Jesus name I bind it, I shut you down and in the mighty name of Jesus I use the keys To loose open heavens. To loose glory. To loose abundance. To loose wisdom. To loose overflow over my life right now. In Jesus' mighty name. Holy Ghost. You can feel that, can't you? They're not your keys, they're His keys. They're His keys. keys. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I tell you what, hopelessness is being broken, barrenness has been broken, frustration's been broken. We thank you, Lord. Is that the height of the angel you're seeing? Oh, cool. Holy Ghost. Did you know that when you do this, angels actually do what you've actually said? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Lord, we thank you right now for open heavens over everyone here. We thank You, this year isn't a year to stay safe. We don't need safety Lord because we're in the secret place of the Most High. And Lord, this year we say yes to taking territory and we thank You for the spoils of war, the spoils of war. Bless this communion to our body in Jesus' Name. Take your communion, Holy Ghost. Who's encouraged about that testimony about the cancer being dissolved? You shut down the demonic power sources. You shut them down. Don't play fair. Kick the devil in the guts every day. Stay within your Metron. Your Metron's the keys. Tell them to shut up. You know, when I prayed for my dad, I bound everything that I could think of before I prayed with him. It's real. It works. And it's not about you. The keys aren't about you. That's what's so cool. Nothing's about you. How good is that? Nothing's about you. It's about Him. If you lose your life for His sake, you find it. When you make it about you, you get tormented. (laughs) You do, you get tormented. I'm tormented, Pastor. Because it's all about you. But when you make it about Him, He gives you your life. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. What I would recommend is that you do that multiple times a day and you watch to, you start watching the angel of the lord fighting on your behalf. This does not remove personal responsibility, discipline, but what happens you walk the walk without getting tormented like crazy. Who hears what I'm saying? Too much torment, too many cycles we shut it down and everything's easy under an open heaven. We've got to get it right. Lord, I just bless everyone here in the Name of Jesus. We just thank You that You've already won and we will not clutch defeat from the jaws of victory. We thank You in the mighty Name of Jesus for the keys of the Kingdom. And I thank You by faith that's been released on everyone listening to this Word today to govern from heavenly places in 2024. In Jesus' Name. And everybody said, Amen. Amen. God bless you guys. Have a great day.